0: I'm gonna the next
1: Questions than answers. Like according to Pinterest, I am really severely underutilizing my mason jars right now. Hi, America. <laughs> Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. We had a swear jar and a dad joke jar growing up, and both would be filled about the same height, I would suggest, although one does enable the other, I do believe. Welcome to the show More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal quiz show. If you've just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea, somewhere huddled in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall, Whatever my mother listens to before she goes to bed, picks some pulls on her unconscious mind. Let's have a listen to what she heard before she went to bed. Don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple, points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show so let me introduce my guests. Firstly. The mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She's also our producer and sound engineer. Heather's grief counsellor died this week and she didn't really care. (laughs) Progress, I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: you like that one, did you? <laughs> yeah? Welcome oh, to the show, Heather.
2: It's terrible.
1: Doctors have just identified a mm-hmm. food that can cause grief and suffering years after it's been eaten. So, did you have a wedding cake at your <gasps> wedding? Did you have one? Oh. What did you have when you got married?
2: Um I did have a wedding cake and it was terrible
1: really what yeah. did you have like some ding-dongs or something <laughs> no i am king ding-dong <laughs> bow before me i am the king of the ding-dongs no
2: but i had Princess Leia and Han Solo and Carbonite on the top.
1: Really? You had a Star Wars themed...
2: I'm divorced now, if that helps.
1: Cake, yes. (laughs) That all went down the sarlacc pit, didn't it, rather quickly. (laughs) Michelle, wedding cake? Yes. What did you have?
3: It was actually just a white cake with white frosting, but it was very good.
1: It was very tasty. I was in a daze for about four years. I don't remember anything about my marriage. I just thought I'd share that with you. Some sort of post traumatic stress disorders blocking all of of those things out. I also have with me tonight the mad and crazy Michelle Corrie. She was born and raised in Mora, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. (laughs) Michelle realised that any man who claims women are the weaker sex has never tried to reclaim his half of the blankets on a cold winter's
3: <laughs> night. Yes, true. Welcome
1: to the show, Michelle. Thank you. Your husband was dyslexic, wasn't he? I heard that he felt you.
0: <laughs>
1: I've got time. I can wait. I love this show. I once worked in a blanket factory until it folded. Share oh that with God. You. Don't use all your material. Yes. I've gone off too quickly. I've shot my bolt. There's nothing left. So let's have a look at tonight's scores. In last place. Unbelievable. To my right, of course, is Dr. Nathan Bush, our regular attorney. I can't believe you're not being used in some capacity at the moment for the White House in some form or another. I'm sure every attorney in America is currently in and around that building right now. Nathan worked out this week what goes well with the coronavirus. Lyme's disease. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, I thought that was pretty good. Nice. Tonight, I'm going to have myself a real good Lyme. Because this is Series 3, Episode 89. I never thought I'd say this. Back by popular demand.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. you are back, babies.
1: Yes, we are back by popular demand. I just want to say a big thank you to all of our supporters, all of our listeners, everyone who rode into the Dark Matter digital network. Apparently we're loved. Who knew such wonders? They were deluged with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters saying, where's more questions? Where's, than, us? where's, where's us? us? Where are we? Where are we? We are here. We are back. Better than ever with terrible jokes, snorting, gong banging, all kinds of mysterious and wondrous Lots of plenty of drinking for you. Yes, Yes. my doctor said I needed lots of hot sleep and drinks. And that's good news for everybody. Currently listening to this show, if you wish to join us, go to Facebook right now. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. There's a listening party as this show. Is going out on the dark matter digital network. Yeah. There is currently a listening party. Are you really drinking schnapps out of the bottle? Is this what we've come to, or is that cough mixture? <laughs> that is schnapps. It's cherry, cherry flavored. Doctor McGillicuddy's. I can see what's more concerning is that half of it's gone.
2: No, it's not long. half. Not yet. yet.
1: <laughs> is that medicinal? hmm Yeah, is that working? hmm Wow. It's going to be a long night, mister. You better get your helmet. This is outrageous. <laughs> but we have a listening party. If you wish to contribute to the show, there are jokes. We're about to do a quiz. That is the raison d'etre for me being here, would you believe? Other than to corral the naughty kids in my class right now. But we have a listening party. You can play along. We have a series of questions looming on the subject of general ignorance, a lack of knowledge. So if you go to more questions and answers with Adrienne, you can play along with the hundreds of people that are currently residing over there. And once again, a big thank you to everyone. We're waving at the camera in the studio. Thank you so much. And we'll talk about that in a second. Now, as always, as dictates by convention, we have the Martin Citrus Blind Dating Spong Yes, I've decided to make some compound nouns just to make the show go quicker. But the fact that I've now explained that has actually put me back a little bit. Ah. Gong of infinite knowledge with the pick-up limes of statistics and the will you be my Clementines of facts. Stand back, ladies and gentlemen. Martín! Always very impressive this is good news a bit of a theme of dating actually we've got a valentine's theme yes a couple of weeks early here we've got some gifts we'll talk about those in a second any embarrassing first date stories you'd like to share any any first dates that you thought were particularly bad i mean you've got your dairy queen story over there and yeah. you? your prom night
2: yeah
1: you, you he didn't show it. a girl a good time didn't he
2: He did. I had a blind date once, and I ghosted
1: him. You ghosted a blind date?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, he drove me around, and... I decided I didn't like him in the middle.
1: So you jumped <laughs> out of the I... car <laughs> <In> the <middle. laughs> and hid in the media. And
2: I said, I think I'll go get us some drinks. And then I never came back. You,
1: did yeah. you climb out of the toilet window? Yeah. <laughs> you did? Oh, <laughs> <my> God. <laughs> I wonder how long he sat there.
2: I don't I... know. I didn't feel bad about it
1: either. <laughs> I bet he thought, wow, she's been in did there for an hour. She
2: deserved it.
1: There we go. Yeah. Do
2: you know? This is the Dr. Worst...
1: Morrissey's dating advice. The
2: worst line I've ever got dating. <sighs> Ever, come on and kiss me. You, know you, want you to know you want
1: to. It's not like I haven't put the quit spade in.
2: Denying yourself. Yes,
1: yes. I'm doing it for you, sweetheart. This is <laughs> oh, for your God. benefit. <laughs> it's all about you.
2: Get the bucket.
1: You're denying yourself.
2: Pleasures. I was apparently. Yep.
1: Now you've been denying yourself ever oh. since, haven't you?
2: I've been satisfying myself. ever
0: <laughs> <since>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow $10,000 fine and we've only been 15
0: minutes yeah.
2: yay! yay coming out of your wages we were back shortly
1: Michelle, you oh. must have some embarrassing first date oh, stories. Oh of course I do. You can't remember any, can you? It's just blurred <laughs> into one long <laughs> kind of depressing line of sadness.
3: I've done that what Heather did though I say I have to go to the bathroom and just never go back to the table. Wow.
1: I have to tell you I farted on a first date <gasps> once. I tried letting it out slow and silent, but it sounded like a balloon animal asking a question. So that wasn't good news. <laughs> Can't go back to that cinema. No. Do you know what we were watching? Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. No way. <laughs> Unbelievable. Listen, what you need to do is go and see a film with lots of explosions in it. Yes. So every time there's an explosion, you know, you can... You know, oh, and of bubble, course, bubble up the ghost.
2: There's camouflage from the popcorn, so it's like popcorn farts.
1: Yes. Oh. I ruined a decent pair of pants once by seeing the last Rambo film. I just thought I'd share that with you. Great. Now, on this very day, in 1893, the Coca-Cola trademark was first registered. So for the first <sighs> time in the history of MQTA radio. I cannot believe that bizarre, strange, and fascinating facts. About Coca-Cola. Feeling confident? Yes. You are feeling confident. You're a fan of the Coca-Cola. No, I'm faking it. Oh, you're just (laughs) going (laughs) to... You've been looking at my notes, haven't you? That's what she said. There's been (laughs) cheating taking place. What was the inspiration behind the iconic Coca-Cola glass bottle design? There you go. A woman's body. To be one. Miss Morris has jumped straight in like Mae West. You've gone for the curved... That's hourglass right. figure. If they'd have modelled it on you
2: we
1: would have got boom. a bigger drink. Now <gasps> see what I did there.
2: Yes, you've signed your death warrant. Wow. Ooh.
1: So you are suggesting that the Coca-Cola bottle was designed on the hourglass figure yes. of the period with the corsets, the bustle. Yes. The crinolines. All the sure. everything's squeezed in, everything's being pushed down out top and bottom. Correct. Michelle. The Coca Cola bottle. Think about the ridged design. Think about the embellishment of that bottle. Mm -hmm. Anything you'd like to share? Anything you're coming up with, or should I get a can of W D forty to help you out? I got I'm sorry. Nathan, you look like a man of the world. Coke bottles, where do they come from? The chimney of the Coca Cola factory in Alabama. The chimney of the Coca-Cola factory in Alabama. Can you be more specific? I'm being ironic. (laughs) (laughs) They actually came from the cocoa bean. If you look at the cocoa (sighs) bean, it's ridged and has exactly the same texture and feel as the Coca-Cola bottle. And when they designed it, they wanted it to be different from every other soda bottle, every other pop bottle. So if you put your hand into an ice bucket, you would instantly know which one was the Coke bottle. I, I th- like
2: I like mine better. I
1: think it's a great yes. idea, but it's wrong unfortunately. Whatever. Jean-Paul Gaultier and other perfumiers have had perfume bottles in the shape of a female figure, haven't they? It has yeah. been used throughout history in product design, but unfortunately for you, Coca-Cola was not one of them. I got a job at a Coca-Cola factory crushing cans, but it was soda pressing. <sighs> oh. Keep drinking. keep drinking bong <laughs> during world war 2 coke tried to meet the demands of reaching soldiers everywhere overseas president eisenhower introduced coke to a russian general who instantly wanted it brought to russia for his troops but stalinist era russia would not want to advertise such a distinctly american and capitalist product so they asked coke to use a plain bottle and colour it. What colour? You need to tell me what colour Coca-Cola was in Russia, Miss Morris. Someone the will bottle or the liquid win the points. It was a plain bottle and it was clear. So I need to know. You need to tell me what colour the liquid was. Clear. You are suggesting that's a colour, is it? Yes. So Coca-Cola. Yep. Colour in Russia. Yep was clear. Yep. Which isn't a color. Doesn't matter. You don't want to change your mind and pick a color nope. like I actually asked you to <laughs> it's do. clear. You think it's clear. Yep.
2: So I can take it to work. Like, okay.
1: yes. Well, in actuality, Coca-Cola, when it first goes through its processes, is actually green. They actually dye it brown. Mm-hmm. So now you're suggesting they're finding a way to make it clear, are you? Correct. And you're sticking with that. Yep. You want any color at all. I'll give you any color. Um. Uh, am red communist clear. Russia. Michelle, would you like to actually give me a color? I was
3: going to say red, but I don't think that's right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's poker face time, isn't it? Yeah. That's outrageous. What are you going to go with, do you think? Blue. You're going to go with blue. Nathan, shout out a color. Red. He is going for the red. It was colorless and clear.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yep.
1: It was colorless to resemble You're vodka. Uh Have a guess. In fact, I'll give a couple of points away. Miss Morris will get some points for her clear, colourless Coca-Cola. Guess what year, and the closest person will win, what year was Coca-Cola introduced into Russia as the original proper colour as we know and love it here? Have a guess. So during the Second World War, they brought it into the country clear and in plain bottles... Because of capitalism. 92. You are suggesting in 92, it turned back to the color we know and love. Yes. Michelle.
3: 85.
1: Nathan.
0: Under Khrushchev
1: 72. Michelle is 100% correct. It was 1985. Perestroika. I'm going to give you three points because you've hit them now. Are you serious?
2: You're going to give her... Three points. You said, what color was it? And I said, forget color. It's no color. I'm going to go out of your box completely.
1: And I get freaking two. This isn't Vietnam. There's rules. No, it's Russia. That's right. (laughs) I just want Coca-Cola to stop making crazy new flavors. Either put the cocaine back or leave it alone. Right. Would be my advice. According to Coca-Cola, what outlet can you get the tastiest and freshest coke available to mankind. Choose an outlet. Where fountain. would you get fountain? Yep. What outlet's that? In a fountain. Look, bigot. there's there's Cub Foods, look, there's Target, there's fountain. Shop Coke. Oh no, there's the Fountain at the Building. Bar. Oh, so you're now at the bar. Where there is Fountain Coke. Fountain Coke at the bar. <laughs> yes. Michelle. Any particular bar? All of them. All oh, the bars. Wunderbar. Lovely. Fantastiche. <laughs> Schwanzlucha. Michelle. Where are you getting the tastiest, freshest Coke? Walmart.
3: <laughs> in Walmart. Because
2: <laughs> they have a ton <laughs> of
1: them. You don't often get the word freshest and tastiest in Walmart in the same no! sentence, do you? That is a oxymoron as we live and breathe. Nathan, shout out an outlet. The water... Um... Spout next to the CEO's office. He's suggesting there's a tap in the CEO's office of Coca-Cola. You have missed an opportunity for some points. It's McDonald's. They've been parter- partner partnering. Partnering. They've been partnering up in their hearts. Welcome parts. to the stage, Dolly partnering. <laughs> They've been Partnering since 1955, and Coke ships its syrup to McDonald's in stainless steel containers. Everyone else in the whole wide world gets plastic bags, and apparently that affects the taste. It's all got to be kind of connoisseur. It's all very whiny, isn't it? I've got the base notes of caramel and some... I've got a Somalian (laughs) who's been sweating. He's run a marathon. Paraffin. I've got the lick of a taut trampoline mat Mm. in a naturist reserve in Bombay. I'm getting a moldy dartboard in the corner of your grandmother's chest in the attic.
2: With a raccoon hat.
1: I didn't go to the gym today, (laughs) but the cashier's name at McDonald's was Jim. So the same thing. (sighs) There's points to be won. (gasps) On this very day in 1905. The first ever automobile exceeded 100 miles an hour. Driven bizarrely by a gentleman named Mr. Macdonald. No way. See how all this sits together. Would you believe that? It took place at Daytona Beach. So for the first time in the history of MQTA radio, I cannot believe that strange, bizarre, and fascinating facts about cars. You love cars, don't you, Miss Morris? I do. What was the best car you ever had? Oh,
2: it's a toss-up. I had a 1976 Datsun 280Z and I had a 1984 and a half Toyota Celica Super and I loved them both. I used
1: to have an old 1974 VW camper van that I went around Europe and North Africa, but I had a British Triumph Mark II 1968. You'll have to look this up. Look up Mark II Triumph. It looks like a cat and it had a little overdrive button on the gear stick. Uh made me very happy. What was your favorite car, Michelle?
3: My Mercedes Maybach.
1: Your Mercedes, (laughs) my partner, good times, (laughs) happy days. What happened to that? I had to sell it. I needed the cash. Fair enough. Someone's driving around in that now, being very, very happy. Now, just three years prior to 1905, where the speed limit exceeded 100 miles an hour for the first time, in 1902, the first ever speeding ticket was issued. I just need you to tell me how fast the offending motorist was traveling. There you go. What year? Closest one will win 1902. 1902,
2: it was 12 miles an hour.
1: You are suggesting 12 miles an hour. There was a man walking around in the front with a flag. There. 12 yes. miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Michelle, in 1902, first ever speeding ticket was issued. How fast was that gentleman going?
3: 40 miles an
1: hour. You are suggesting 40. Nathan, shout out a number. 31. Michelle is right again. It was 45 miles an hour. This woman has psychic skills. I can't believe you knew these things. I'm suggesting you plucked them out of the ether and there's a lecture to be had on collective consciousness right now. Yes, officer. I did see the speed limit sign. I just didn't see you. What was unique about the man who invented cruise control? His name was Ralph Tito, if anyone's interested. Good old Ralph. Mr. Tito invented cruise control. Control. I just need you to tell he me. Who is a drunk? As she sat there <laughs> sipping cherry vodka. He
2: was hoping snaps. it would lead to autopilot.
1: What's the difference between cruise control and autopilot? Autopilot's steering as well, isn't That's it? That's right. Landing. It's landing. <laughs> I've seen Heather's driving, and she has got a pilot's license. This is 100% true. Yeah. Thank you. True. So you're suggesting what yeah. was unique about Mr. Ralph Teter. He did what? Drank. He drank. He was an alcoholic. Yep. Couldn't put the bottle down. Correct. Michelle, what was unique about the gentleman who invented cruise control? He'd never driven a car. That's a great answer. Nathan, shout me out a sentence there. What do you think? He ate bologna sandwiches in his office. He ate bologna sandwiches in his office. I'm not sure that's unique. I think millions of men across America are currently embracing that for their lunches, their brown bag in it. He was 100% completely blind.
3: And oh. had never driven a car.
1: And was eating <laughs> bologna <belowly> sandwiches. <laughs> and a drunkard. And a drunkard, apparently. It almost That's makes right. me...
3: Yay! Yay! <laughs> I, almost,
1: I almost wish I knew the guy. There you go. I've driven using brow. I just thought I'd share that with you. I was coming back from Mankato along... 169, the highway. There was such a bad snowstorm and a whiteout I couldn't see the road. I literally drove along on the rumble strips on the right hand side so I knew where the road was and I made it back from Mankato, a distance of about 60 miles using Brow. That's how I drove. I couldn't see anything. I just knew the road was there because I can feel the rumble strip. Why am I here? Why why am I here? I have no clue why I'm sat (sighs) in Minnesota. There's so many places around the world where I could be Right now. My granddad actually gave up his seat on the bus for a blind man. He lost his job as the driver the following day, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> now, holding your remote car key to this will double its range if you can't find your car. So imagine, your you're in the, chin. You imagine you're in the car park. You're doing the brontosaurus. You're pressing the button. Your car's not beeping. You're doing the periscope. It's your chin. And you are suggesting that if you place your key fob on your chin and press the button, yep, you will double your range, correct, and the thinking behind this is you got a big mouth, you've got a big <laughs> mouth, yep. some cars are further away than others when they're found. I just thought I'd share that with you. You open your mouth, lovely, Michelle. What would you press your remote car key to to double the range?
3: My bosoms
1: your bosoms there you go, wow. That's a car you've parked in the basement, I'm guessing. <laughs> that, oh, you're, oh, you're funny. Oh, 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 got, and it's dual I, oh, reception. Gee, I, got, I got something <laughs> yeah, for you here. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, yeah, one. Ho- put that back. One whole point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I will give Miss Morris the points. It's your head. The human skull acts as an amplifier, so people with the biggest heads have the larger range. For some people. Apparently, <laughs> oh, <laughs> unbelievable! I can't believe we've not been on air for a few weeks. The abuses <sighs> and the bullying I'm receiving in the workplace yeah, right
2: now—saving
1: it up—is quite remarkable. Heather and Michelle get so drunk after the show that the next morning they don't know if they found some keys or lost a car.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sometimes, bald. <That's> awesome Yeah, true. <laughs> that was then, but this is now. As we enter the Melbourne we love the mailbag we love getting your letters of support we love getting your messages you can write to me on facebook if you go to more questions and answers with adrian leo you can drop me an email we have been deluged i will tell you with everything that's happened in the last couple of weeks we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of letters if you wish to go to facebook i cannot read them all out I, i thank you for them and they make fantastic reading it's very humbling uh, but I can't read them all out. But I do want to thank everyone thank who sent you. in thank you. their messages of support. I will read one. I'm going to paraphrase this. This came to me in an email. And it's from California. I'm not going to mention the person's name in case they didn't want me to do that. But it's from California. And it reads, just dropped in to say hello and tell you your baby MQTA is still a masterpiece. Your hard work over the years has created an army of appreciative listeners the biggest compliment i can pay you is that you always do your homework you make it look so easy by being so well prepared i've never listened to you on air when you were not giving 100 percent and giving your all we're certainly giving it our all aren't we i'll give you my step up to the plate (laughs) i mean go big or go home if you're gonna do it do it big and do it properly would be my advice sir you have created a masterpiece because you earned it through determination and devotion to succeed. It didn't just happen. Good wishes to all of you and your staff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, staff. That's right. <laughs> Get Don't... me a sandwich.
3: Get back to work. <laughs> yeah, staff. like a sandwich.
1: That's awesome, isn't it? Yes. That was sent Thank to you. me. Wow. Whoever you are. Yes. We love you. California. Of course, you can catch us first on the Dark Matter Digital Network at ten PM Central Time every Friday night. We have a hundred thousand listeners. In 190 countries all over the world. And If you don't catch the show first, we have many places where you can catch our archives. A lot of people go to SoundCloud. If you're listening on SoundCloud right now, why not press the little orange love heart? Tell us how much you appreciate what we do. That's MQTA Radio on SoundCloud.com if you go searching for us there. Miss Morris, would you like to go through all of the platforms and everything Let's talk about Not For Your Mother as well. Would you like to jump in and give me a chance to have a drink here?
2: Well, I got a secret. (gasps) If you come over to Patreon after the show, you will be able to catch early release episodes as well as a nifty little thing we call Not For Your Mother, Uh -uh. which is where we plant all of the stories that we can't say on air because your mama shouldn't hear them.
1: Yes, when we search through the world's stories of the paranormal, strange, and bizarre, we do actually come across stories of a more adult nature. By
2: accident.
1: Yeah. There you go. On purpose. I just know that if there's a fire, I'm, I'm going to be wiping the history off of my browser, I think. On
2: and the... your wall. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing on the wall. <laughs> How do you know about my wall?
1: <laughs> Perhaps the floor. So just don't go around spilling the beans. What do you know about just the beans? your beans. Oh, there's no beans. No beans at all. I <laughs> can't believe I even mentioned the beans. I'll give you the beans. Unbelievable. But if you go to Patreon, search for, wow, what have you got there?
2: I got a time clock that tells you how long <laughs> you got left because you talk a lot.
1: I have 30 minutes left, do gl- I?
2: <laughs> time seems... pot. <laughs> <laughs> time pot, the cauldron of time. She's got uh. a giant cauldron
1: with 30 written on it. That <laughs> seems like a lot of background noise and a lot of messing around when you could have just put three fingers up.
0: <laughs> Whoa. How about just up
2: one? one? <laughs> yes,
1: but we haven't got 10 minutes left, <laughs> have you? we? We've got 30. Oh, thank you. Now I've broken the seal and everyone's being mean to me. If you go to Patreon, search for more questions than answers. MQTA radio i think it is actually listed under we have a lot of people that are spending a dollar just to watch us in the studio because we have a camera running you can actually watch us would you believe we're currently filming ourselves in the studio and you're seeing all the shenanigans 50 percent of the show people miss if they're listening on the radio or through their devices because there's all kinds of things being thrown around and silliness and rudeness currently (laughs) Taking place, and we're available on every platform. I'm not going to read them out because there's a lot. There's every platform you could imagine uh, we're currently on. And of course, if you wish to look at all of tonight's stories and much, much more, see the jokes, the jivolity, the banter, you can go to Facebook. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Would you like to tell our beautiful, aesthetically pleasing listeners, Miss Morris, what we do on a Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central Time?
2: We drink and become (laughs) extremely bored. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah there's no redeeming features we we can't sugarcoat it no. the curse of oak island's bad it's bad oh so bad i mean at the best of times it was rough this is the worst of times <laughs> it is, just right now it's a little bad <laughs> let's summarize very briefly this week's episode they found some rusty nails Um, in the mud with a metal detector and they took him to an expert on rusty nails and apparently he said they were used to hold bits of wood together back in the day. Were they? So we leave with more than we arrived with at Dang that it, point. Dang it, I was off. So what do we do on Tuesday at 8 o'clock, Miss Morris?
2: We all meet up under a Facebook post, unless Adrian can't find it. Um...
1: Oh. Yes, I did post. <laughs> I spent 25 minutes <laughs> posting my comments under a different thread last week. wondering I why where you were. <laughs> <Wondering> <laughs> why no one was responding.
2: Because we don't like you.
1: <laughs> that was my underlying fear and neurosis at that point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we met up on Facebook, as we do every Tuesday, with a drinker 12 in hand, and we watch Oak Island all together and suffer together. And we
1: just make jokes.
2: And, and we have, have gift wars. Gift wars. Yep.
1: It's very funny, and no one watches the show. But you're welcome to join us if you have nothing to do on a cold winter's evening, 8 o'clock Central Time, on a Tuesday. A nice package arrived yesterday. I just thought I'd share that <gasps> yes. with you. It's an early Valentine's Day gift. And I have a note attached to it and we have little gifts sat on the table, so we're gonna open those up shortly. Adrian Heather, Michelle, Nathan apparently not including this. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, Here happy is
2: Valentine's
1: Day. A little appreciation gift for you for giving us so much pleasure, funny stories to listen to and genuine awesome entertainment. I am happy that MQTA is back on the Dark Matter Digital Network. Oh. You have all been missed greatly. Have a happy Valentine's Day with gratitude, Deanna. So Aww, we are all now going to open our little gifts. I've got a Can little we... bag here. It's Let red. Let
2: get my chicken out of the way.
1: With... Wow. That's like a death <laughs> rattle. That's like someone being pushed out of an aeroplane. <laughs> Good God. Good night. (laughs) How about you leave that alone and open your present? Leave your chicken
3: alone. I don't
1: don't even know what she's doing over there with a rubber chicken. What would that be useful for on a paranormal radio show? It's
3: a drunk chicken.
1: I've I've gone beyond the first wrapper, and I'm now into the bubble wrap, you'd be pleased to know. Wow.
2: (laughs) Don't give me the shaky head looking over your glasses
1: (laughs) look. I have got a dark vader mug.
3: oh my god that's awesome
1: it says i like you sith much oh no that's And it's filled full of goodies i have all kinds of darkness in here actually oh awesome sith jelly beans who knew that such wonders existed i have all kinds of fabulous linked chocolates you can't beat swiss and belgium chocolates of course michelle Yours looks fantastic. You've got a little chewy mug. Oh,
3: thank you. I love him.
1: And Heather will get yours glued. I love him so much. This is what comes with using the American Postal Service. Michelle's on five. Heather's on four. I'm yet to score. Nathan is also on a duck egg as we move into the round, That is ghosts and hauntings. And remember, we do not do orbs. A petrified parent believes the frozen toy her daughter was gifted for Christmas is haunted. It wouldn't let the family go even after being thrown away.
2: Is it actually frozen?
1: No. In it's, ice? It's... As much as I would like to see that happen to that particular <laughs> series, Oh uh, it's oh. not, unfortunately. Okay. Emily Madonia. If you've got the name Mad in your name, that starts alarm bells ringing straight off the bat. Emily Madonia claims the Elsa doll she first bore her daughter, Aurelia, in 2013 kept finding its way back into their home in Texas... <laughs> Despite her husband throwing the toy in the garbage twice. Let it go.
3: He should have burned it.
1: Well, this is the next thing they need to do. They actually ended up in a very interesting place, you'll be pleased to discover. To recap, for those of you who have not been following our Elsa Doll Saga, Matt threw it away weeks ago, and then we found it inside a wooden bench. She wrote in a since-deleted Facebook post in January 14th. So we were weirded out and tightly wrapped it. In its own garbage bag. And put that garbage bag inside another garbage bag. And willed it to the curb. And it was collected on garbage day. We then went out of town. Forgot about it. Today Aurelius says. Mum I saw the Elsa doll again in our backyard. The doll <laughs> sings frozen signature soon. Let it go in English. When a button is pressed on a collar. But Madonia said. The toy first gave her the heebie-jeebies when it randomly started singing and speaking only in Spanish, even when it was turned off. (laughs) Great. The family initially thought it was a joke, but the doll's unique markings led Madonia to believe otherwise. Mm. The doll has some marker on her from my daughter colouring over the years, so I know the doll that reappeared was the original and not a replacement, she said. Most logical thinkers believe it's a prank, but I don't understand how or when it was done, especially because the garbage truck had taken it away. The family from Houston was so desperate to get rid of the creepy doll. They mailed it to an online running friend of Mandonia's named Chris Hogan, who currently lives in Minnesota. Yes. So now we get the doll to be sure they're rid of the doll forever the package was sent without a return address so he couldn't mail it back (laughs) nice what great friends awesome friends for the haunted doll thank you for the haunted doll many happy exorcisms and open up the gates of hades she made it to minnesota and it's taped to the guard of my jeep hogan wrote on facebook wow you can read that story for yourself in full if you go. To our Facebook site, I'm safe, it's tied to my Jeep, or I can't get no sleep. You decide for yourself. I'm giving myself two points for being a little bit fun and informative. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? You know how you fix that doll? Burn it. You pull its head off. Like you did with your Barbies. And its legs off. Well, that's a bit grim. Yeah, then
2: it can't run nowhere.
1: No, it's just... Clawing its way <laughs> towards up the beach like a scene from <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. What's wrong with you?
2: Oh, you're welcome. Oh. Popular YouTuber IMJ Station <laughs> admitted to faking the death of his girlfriend in order to attract more subscribers. What a nice young boy! Yes. I think, maybe. The distasteful stunt began when Jason Ether. Ether? Etho. Mm, etho. Wow,
1: that's a funny name. Yeah, I know. Put your I'm right I'm on to sleep. fire.
2: Who has over five million subscribers, the little bastard.
1: And another 10,000 gets dropped into the bucket.
2: Revealed to his audience last week in an emotional video that his girlfriend, Alexia Marano... Who was also a YouTuber had been killed by a drunk driver in a tragic road accident. Well, that's less funny. Let's all have a nice moment of silence for Alexia.
1: That makes good. Look radio. at my
2: face. I
0: thought Can you were tell? I say care.
2: Let's have a I don't drink. care. Wow. The grief counselor. <laughs> but wait, see, I read the story,
1: so uh. I know. So why are you making so many mistakes? <sighs> wow.
2: From the doctor. <laughs> He went on to take the deception one step further by uploading a video of himself using a Ouija board to try to contact his recently deceased significant other from beyond the grave. It didn't take long, however, for his viewers to figure out that something was amiss, and he was ultimately forced to upload another video admitting that the whole thing was a hoax. She wasn't actually dead. See, that's why I was laughing.
1: I know, he... Faked it. There was a very famous Irish soccer player that didn't want to play for Ireland. <laughs> he ended up <laughs> he ended up saying that his grandmother had died, and he got everyone's you know best wishes, what? and they they got him back into Ireland on a private plane because they were playing away from home. It yeah. turned out he made the whole thing up.
2: Unbelievable. Uh,
1: disgusting.
2: He said,
1: "I want to start out by
2: saying I'm sorry to Alexia's family for putting them through any hard times. Really." Wow. Or stress, really, about the death of their daughter. Oh. Who would know that would cause that? I didn't intend to get any hate, really, <laughs> or put them through any emotional stress involving Alexia, and I expected all of this to stay on YouTube, and it didn't. It blossomed from there. I thought the idea of faking Alexia's death and then doing a thing on YouTube, thanking everyone and explaining to everyone, it was just to gain traction on his youtube channel and to gain
1: subscribers to be fair we are now reading it out on air aren't we
2: we are so don't look up the little turd so we are going to see what happens
1: when she drinks half a bottle of schnapps how the anger comes out
2: yes send me schnapps so we are going to say she died then do a ouija board video which we did do then we would resurrect her and get more followers. Amazing. We should probably do that. We're going to kill off Nathan. Hey.
3: <laughs> Can we get bored? He woke up there, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Someone <yeah>. nudged him. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm not yet dead. So
2: just so you know, unsurprisingly, he and Alexia are no longer together.
1: Who oh. knew? And she's son. alive. She's what alive. Knew, so. She'll give you a couple of points, Miss Morris, for being a little bit spooky and very informative. The Nighthouse has sent spines tingling in what has been dubbed the most terrifying ghost story in years. The movie, directed by David Bruckner, tells the horrifying reality of a widow's mission to unearth the disturbing secrets of her deceased husband, Owen. Critics who witnessed the movie's debut at the 2020 Sundance Film Festival have told that the atmosphere chills to the bone just like Minnesota. Yeah. Actress Rebecca Hall plays Beth, the widow in question, who lives in an already eerie remote lake house. The property has sentiment, having been built by her husband before his unexpected suicide. Yet things take a hugely sinister turn when Beth discovers images of a similar-looking woman to herself on Owen's phone before disturbing occurrences and findings, which suggest Beth may not be alone in their home. Website IndieWire has dropped huge hints of the the jump-in-the-seat scenes fans are set to expect. It states that the American flick breaks the rules of jump scares, which arrive without any warning whatsoever. It also warns of a jolt that seems to last for about 15 seconds. Wow, lucky woman. Mm. Director David has told... Of the thinking behind the horrifying plot line and told Deadline magazine, I joke that the script followed me home and wouldn't leave me alone. 15 second jolt or you better shoot the bolt. You don't want to be in your house with the doors open, do you? Oh, dear. I should give myself a couple of points for being a little bit scary. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings?
3: A missing 17-year-old girl has been found safe after a group of psychics reportedly told police she would be discovered in a neighboring county by morning. Wow. Haley Martin, a student at Western Hills High School, was reported missing the day after disappearing in Frankfort, Kentucky, on January 12th. This week, and with Haley still missing, Franklin County Sheriff Chris Quire, contacted some local mediums for help quire told Frankfurt state journal that he did not want to leave any stone unturned and asked the group to meet him on thursday at the house in which haley had been last seen most of the psychics reportedly agreed that the teen would be found in a neighboring county the following day the very next morning police responded to a report of a break in scott county and found haley and a friend Attempting to break into the home of the friend's boyfriend. Officials later said Haley had run away after a breakup. So she's found.
1: There. Psychics actually doing good. Yeah. For once. I do know psychics that work with police departments here in the Midwest helping to find bodies, and I've done that a couple of times over the years to find some uh, bodies of people that were sadly murdered. It's amazing mm-hmm. how many psychics actually get to use and work with the police departments but the police departments don't advertise the fact they don't want people to think they're relying on psychics because it looks like they don't know what they're doing right and they're kind of clutching at straws a little bit I'm going to jump into the round of the strange and the bizarre because I've got a fun little story here. these are the stories from around the world that don't fit easily into any other category the wreck of a ship that vanished in the Bermuda Triangle 100 years ago has been found by underwater explorers. The fate of the steam-powered SS Cotapaxi has been shrouded in mystery since she disappeared while sailing from South Carolina to Cuba in 1925. She never reached her destination, and the bodies of the 32 people on board were never recovered the ship's disappearance has become one of the famous stories associated with the legend of the triangle now experts say they found the cotapaxi's wreckage thirty-five nautical miles off the coast of st augustine in florida marine biologist and underwater explorer michael barnett combed through the ship's records at the archives of lloyds of london who were the insurance brokers for the ss Cotopaxi. there he stumbled upon something previously unknown about the doomed ship's voyage. Apparently, the catapaxi sent out wireless distress signals with a position on December 1st, 1925, two days after it set sail from Charleston, South Carolina. The doomed ship had been on a routine voyage to deliver coal to Havana, Cuba when she sunk. The catapaxi was employed in the coal trade, and so this was just another trip at the end of November 1925. We know that on that voyage something happened because she delivered a Mayday message saying she's in distress. And then that was it. They never found any wreckage. They never found any lifeboats, bodies or anything. So we've been trying to determine what happened. The discovery will be featured on the first episode of Shipwreck Secrets, which airs on the Science Channel on February the 9th. Ship in Distress or Folklore. No less. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. You will see that ship and the details of the Muda Triangle and all of the maps and nautical and maritime things for yourself. I shall give myself nice Kraken, Octopus, Sea Monster, Harpoon, (laughs) chop off a tentacle with an axe point. So I'm now up to six. Miss Morris, have you any stories in The Strange and the Bizarre? That's all generous of you to give yourself two points. This is how the show works. This is how it's been (laughs) for seven years. But I was bored. You were bored. Reading the story. (laughs) Points can be removed as well as given, I might add. The good Lord giveth and the good lord taketh away. (laughs) I swear to God there's gonna be no more alcohol (laughs) in this recording studio.
2: Are you ready? I've got two quick
1: ones. Go two, for it. two, give me two quick ones.
2: <laughs> a mysterious figure was recently captured on camera by Washington State's Department of Transportation. <gasps> You'll be happy to know. Yes, in a tweet posted up on Wednesday, officials highlighted a webcam image taken of a particularly picturesque stretch of road in Sherman Pass, which crosses the Kettle River Range in Washington. The shot seems to show someone or something walking through the snow on the left-hand side.
1: Oh, no. Here we go. (sighs) Yep. That's the (laughs) all-you-can-eat buffet at the local casino.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sam's quite spotted. (laughs) The department wrote, I'm not superstitious. Oh, we
1: are. Here we go. Mary, Joseph, and Jesus.
2: Just a
3: little stitious.
2: Where is this taking place? Have you noticed something strange on our Sherman Pass webcam before? Them dead Duke boys have been up to no good again. If you look closely by the tree on the left, there looks to be something. Might be a squatch. We will leave that up to you. So get your eyeballs out your head and take a look. Take a gander at their tree on the left. Sure enough, there does appear to be a figure in the image. However, given that it was shrouded in shadow, it is difficult to determine whether it's simply someone walking or possibly a squatch. But
1: here we we go again. Here I go again (sighs) on my own.
2: Authorities in Washington have recorded footage of a figure trudging through the snow near Snoqualmie Pass.
1: If you say it quickly <laughs> and just trail off at the end, you get away with it.
2: It was on sneak up on me pass. That's all I know.
1: I sneak can't up read. on your what?
2: I, I, <laughs> My sn- <ass. laughs> sn- me pass
1: uh-huh. something. Is there a story in there trying to get out? I'm guessing? not.
2: If I can't get past that word, a few days ago we reported. No, a few days. It was only a minute ago, actually about the image that they saw about something walking around. Now another of the department's official webcams has picked up something unusual. This time on the wildlife overcrossing on I-90.
1: Tom Jones.
2: On (laughs) I-90. I-90 runs through Minnesota.
1: I-90 runs from Chicago to Seattle, I believe. It runs through quite a lot of places.
2: Well, if you stay on 90, you can get to Snoqualmie.
1: Squat column,
2: squat column, squat on me, pass. Squat
1: column, me, pass.
2: That's right. While the previous sighting had consisted of only a single still frame, however, this alleged Bigfoot was captured on full motion video as it trudged up a steep incline through the snow because he was bored.
1: Yes. Maybe a little bit
2: overburdened. Yes. Had to go out and get milk.
1: Stress at work. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Coming home from the quarry. Can't believe rock Bob at work quarry. still giving me uh, a <laughs> wife sat there drunk with half a
1: bottle of snacks.
2: <laughs> what are you saying? At one point in the footage, the figure briefly looks back, like, hmm, how you doing? Yeah,
0: I've got you. A number. bit like
2: the infamous Patterson oh. Gimlin Bigfoot that yes. was captured on camera at Bluff Creek in North California in 1967. I think Bigfoot is making the rounds across our mountain passes. He's just wandering around looking for nuts and squirrels. Stuff.
1: Not very tasty, but plenty of nourishment. Waving to his friend, Fred. Nuts and squirrels seems to be overkill because I'm guessing the squirrels taste like roadkill nuts anyway. That's right. It's like saying nuts with
2: nuts. So could this be Bigfoot? Yes. Maybe. Walking you, around in the see, snow.
1: Yes, minding his own like business. Playing
0: for nuts.
1: Yeah. Coming out of the back of Taco Bell. Has <laughs> the battery's not run out on that? Surely. You've had that for a year. It can't last forever. It can. (laughs) (laughs) It's solar.
0: It's so can.
2: We're doing this show in the dark next week.
1: Do I have time for another story? Are we done, Miss Morris? Uh, yeah. I'll squeeze in a quick one. Ozzy Osbourne. Sharon! Ozzy Osbourne. (laughs) We'll see a witch doctor to try to cure his Parkinson's disease. His wife Sharon has said he will do whatever it takes. After doctors told him there was no treatment, to reverse or stop his decline in a us tv interview sharon 67 said we are going to go wherever we can go to seek the answers and she said black sabbath singer Ozzy 71 had told her i will go anywhere i will go and see a witch doctor whatever it takes i feel good i feel very good i feel very strong i knew that i would Ozzy. Is booked in to a specialist clinic in Switzerland, of course, Switzerland, the home of witch doctors from all around yes. the world. Yes. Where experts work on boosting patients' immune systems before trying additional treatments. Boosting your immune systems, I'm guessing, is making sure you get to bed on time and filling you up with fruit and vegetables. Is yeah. pretty much where we are. Sobbing Sharon told her interviewers that they were at the beginning of their battle to find a cure. The couple's son, Jack, 34, is battling multiple sclerosis. And Sharon told how the pair have vowed to tackle their conditions together. She added, people have been amazing with their outpouring of love for my husband. And I thank you. I hope he can still sing or that voodoo thing. You decide go to our Facebook site, more questions than answers, with Adrian Lee. And you can see the entire interview with Sharon Osborne. Are we winding up, Miss Morris? Have no, we, we can time? squeeze we one can... more. Michelle, what have you got? We squeeze me in a strange and bizarre. Gain yourself some points.
3: A witch bottle used to ward off spirits has been discovered in a Civil War fort near Williamsburg, Virginia. Nice. The glass vial made in Pennsylvania contained rusty nails.
1: There we go. <laughs> Oak Island nails. coconut up fiber and urine. <laughs> yep. Great.
3: And was found buried near an old brick fireplace. At first, researchers weren't sure what the five-inch-tall bottle was. They thought it could have been placed there to store nails as the Confederate troops built Fort Redoubt. They were building up a fortification, so we just assumed they needed a place to keep their nails and used a bottle, said Joe Jones, the director at William and Mary Center for Archaeological Research. But researchers Oliver Muller and WMCAR founder Robert Hunter suggested that it was a witch bottle. The bottles were used in other cultures throughout the world in the late Middle Ages before being introduced to North America by colonial immigrants. In the 16th and 17th centuries, witch hunts were at their peak, and Americans had become very superstitious. If a person thought they had been cursed by a witch, they would fill a glass bottle full of nails, hair, nail clippings.
1: clippings. Whose
3: hair? Whose nail clippings?
1: Does it matter? Random, I guess. Whatever's available at the time, I'm thinking, is where we are during this period of history. Uh, Just peel your nails off, pull some hair out. Have a wee wee in a bottle.
3: Throw in some thorns.
1: Nice.
3: Urine. Great. And any other sharp objects. Mm.
1: This is the Oak Island cocktail. It is. This is delightful. the o- we've spoken many times about the Oak Island cocktail that we're gonna make we have, up, didn't oh, we? Oh
3: we should get on There's that. There's
1: the contents right there of the, the Oak witch Island. bottle. Nice. And they used to hide these in you know. Chimney stacks, yep. and they used to put them on the hearths and in door walls. frames in walls. Yeah. They're found all over the place in Britain when they're renovating old uh, yeah. 15th, 14th century buildings, they yeah. find them hanging around makes me want to put one together, actually, and just put it somewhere for someone to find in the future would not be the end of the world. Already done. You've done that, have you?
2: Yeah, there's two in the studio right
1: Lovely. Now. This is probably why we're having such a run of bad luck, is it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, we better be careful because it is said once the evil doer is dead, A-vale. the bottle
1: will break. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> They're still intact. I'm still
0: here.
1: Evil. <laughs> but the night's A-vale. still young. Evil. We now enter the round, the week or not for your mother. This is the round we cannot read out on the Dark Matter digital network. It's of an adult nature. These are the stories from around the world this week that are too good not to read out, but are of a rather sexual, innuendo-laden nature. Mm. If your mother's of a nervous disposition, if you've got small children in the room, my advice would be to shuffle them off into the shed with some Legos and... uh, Leave them out there for a few weeks. They'll be fine. <laughs> you have been warned. Thank you for coming to find us, by the way. You must yes. be more tech savvy than me. I have no idea how any of these platforms work and how all this goes together. So you're certainly ahead of the game in terms of technology. Internet users were recently left baffled after Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle web suit, Goop, started selling £57 candles that smelled <sighs> like her vagina. No. 57 pounds, that's about 90 bucks. That's
2: how much she weighs. Can I just say I wouldn't pay 57 cents?
1: Wow. That's money to burn right there, isn't it? Do you not think? Oh, that's terrible, terrible joke. If that's a candle that smells like a vagina, what's that, ocean breeze? Something like that? What are we looking at here?
2: Oyster stew. But now, are you going to buy a candle that's got a Yankee candle, oyster stew?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shrimp. Creosote and cut grass.
2: <laughs> shrimp. Every time somebody <laughs> says shrimp, I like barbecue shrimp, Cajun shrimp. Oh, the, whole shrimp. Whole range,
1: the whole range of candle products. Coconut shrimp. <laughs> Bubba Gub's spa treatments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but now a company is taking the genital scents to a whole new level with their candle that smells like a penis. <laughs> the scent of Happiness. A... It
2: smells like happiness.
1: Happiness. Happiness. It smells like a bag of old mussels, apparently. Oh! Asparagus. Visually, this oh. smells like my penis candle. Looks the same as Gwyneth's goop offering. However, the website gives no hint as to the notes we can expect in the smell. The penis-scented candle has been created by a Canadian ad agency, Taxi, and they have listed their candle more expensively at 76 Pounds which is probably about a hundred.
3: Hey, you wanna smell my penis?
1: Dollars. Don't use that line in the bar tonight. Is it fifty
3: seven pounds?
1: Is it fifty seven pounds or no, in weight? Well, you've been spoiled if you're expecting that, madam. That's like yeah. a golf bag.
3: Is it a taper
2: or is it one yeah. of those short,
1: stumpy ones? It's a church candle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cathedral. Oh.
1: Currently, you can only register your interest for the candles on the website, but there is a very important message explaining <sighs> why it is more expensive than the vagina equivalent. See, I told it you. takes longer to milk. The description reads That's because even though it's illegal in Canada to pay women less than men, the gender pay gap smells as strong as ever. Wow. Although there has been scepticism as to whether the candle will go into production, a spokesperson told Fabulous Digital that it will be sold and it is in production. Though this smells like my vagina candle described as being funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected. That's the single one word I don't want when referring to a vagina is unexpected. <laughs> the last thing I want in my vaginas is unexpected. In your vagina. Put your hand up if you've got a vagina. Just one person in the room, then that was Nathan. Wow. More than I can handle or smell my ass candle. <laughs> You know that's coming next, right? Great. Nice. So,
2: did you say those were coming soon?
1: That's oh! exactly
2: <laughs> right. Ma- did you make that joke? I couldn't remember.
1: Keep going, make it up. Yes, I probably did because I <laughs> you probably through <laughs> osmosis.
0: <laughs>
1: Michelle, what have you got me? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what have you got for me tonight in the round of not for your mother?
3: More penises! Hurrah! Yay! Yay! For most men, suffering a broken penis oh. probably seems like a horrific nightmare. Yes, that doesn't happen to people in the real world.
1: Mmm. But God... <laughs> what was that? Mm. Well, I know. It, I know. Mm. I've got an idea that mm. when she's prefacing her story like that, we've got an exploding penis story. Oh, so I'm just yes. sitting a little bit more gingerly, legs really
3: <laughs> <my laughs> crossed, chair. <laughs> But not only is it the sickening injury real, it's actually happening to Randy men in record numbers, with hospitals oh. filling up with fellas Can after imagine. hearing the dreaded
1: Wait. The end, suddenly the end looks like an exploded cigar. it's all yeah. peeled so back.
3: Do they put him in a sling then?
1: Some sort of splint, I think. You have to go to the sports shop and get a hammock. A a penis sling. Some sort of basketball tube socks the way to go here.
2: Oh, my God. Some people only need toothpicks and a Band-Aid.
1: There you mm. go, perfect. I need a cricket stump and some duct tape. Don't, <laughs> give me a baseball bat and some of that duct tape. There. Some of that there, 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 there. there, 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 there duct tape, Gorilla tape, tape.
3: No horse bills for us. Is that the picture man? Catalog,
0: catalog, catalog.
1: That turned quick, didn't it?
3: It did. (laughs) NHS figures show surgeons handled 164 cases of broken penises last year alone in England and Wales.
1: Handled. I like the idea that there's an exploding penis doctor. Yeah. (laughs) Call for Dr. Johnson. We've got another case. That's one every other day. It's a bleeder. Quick. A bleeder. Jeez.
3: That's terrible.
1: That's a steady rise
3: of 38% of hospital appointments to treat Penile fractures since 2014 slash 15. Why do you think it's
1: gone up in numbers? Do you think people are having more physical kind of violent Arts. kind of overly exertion yeah. kind of sex? They're
3: sticking it where they shouldn't be. Yeah. Wow. Really? And between 2010 and 2014, (laughs) an estimated 8,029 emergency department visits for the same injury were made in the United States. Do you think they get briefed on that? Yes, I do. (laughs)
1: There's a slideshow presentation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My granddad got shown a series of slides when he was in the RAF during the Second World War to say, don't go with the local women in the Far East, you'll end up with this. Yeah. And it was a whole series of pictures of close-ups of cauliflowers. The oh, one. oh, Penises. god dang it. Yeah, that, that poured the, cold water on his arm. really order.
3: brought the show down.
1: Yeah, that dampened a lot of things, <gasps> didn't it? Uh.
3: <laughs> This brutal injury happens when an erect penis is inadvertently thrust against a hard object, such as a partner's pubic bone.
1: Or a fire hydrant.
3: Or Or a floor. During dangerously aggressive
1: masturbation. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) What is that? that. (laughs) God, you've got to be tugging that like you're... Life depended on it, Are you? there <laughs>
2: warning stickers for that? I don't know. There should be. <laughs>
3: wow. Let's make one. Tugging injuries. <laughs>
1: volume three. <laughs> Going to the medical dictionary hospital is like, show me volume three of the tugging injuries.
3: Oh, like Handjob Cabin.
1: They are. Yeah. Lovely.
3: But it's not just sex-mad Brits who have had disastrous results. Oh, it was in Yes when they've bent the rules of what's physically possible. Basketball legend turned North Korean diplomat Dennis Rodman has previously claimed to have broken his penis no less than three times during sex, leaving his member resembling a effed up carrot. (laughs) (laughs) Or a question mark.
1: Yeah. Or a walking stick.
3: So here are the stomach-churning stories of two other blokes and their broken penises.
1: Oh, would you? Please, can you? Lovely.
3: Ross S. Dorian was living the high life in New York City when an old flame of his came into town four years ago. Basically, we were having sex, and I would say we were both closing towards the finish line, so... 30 to 45 seconds into it. Jeez. Wait wow. a Hold on.
2: Hold on. Hold on. 35 <laughs> to forty-second. Wow. Was that from beginning to end? Evidently.
1: My, my. Wow.
3: Like a rabbit. Yeah. I came out unknowingly and went back in, and there was a freak accident. <laughs>
1: I missed <laughs> by just a little bit. Oh, as many a slip tricks, cup and lip. And it just exploded. Passed. What did you slip on? Oh, he's pushed that into the... What? (laughs) The perineum. The taint! (laughs) The gooch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, wait a second. Oh, here we are. So... Do you want a diagram? He came out. Yep. Tried to get it back in the hole. Oh, it's cold outside. Yes. Decided to try to go back in. Yeah. The, The
1: ball rattles around the pocket and doesn't go in.
2: What did he hit that was so damn hard it snapped it like a toothpick? Wow. The taint.
1: I have no idea. This is. It sounded. Just, a, it sounded a, painful, didn't it? Kind of like that, squealing huh? Squealing yeah. in the background there. Someone has <laughs> exploded.
3: Ross immediately knew something was terribly wrong because he heard a loud snapping sound.
1: And his weenus came away in his hand.
3: But that was just the beginning.
2: But it doesn't actually
3: have a bone.
1: That's like a badger. There's a bone that comes out and goes into it. Did but that's a that? real
2: bone. <laughs> <laughs> because you can get him on a keychain.
1: Uh, yes, yeah. you can get a badger's but penis But I can't get bone. a
2: penis on a keychain. Well, maybe
1: if you went to some African countries, I'm sure you can find them. Big keychain. Your penis is filled if with blood. If you put blood. it against your chin, you can find your car at a further range. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well played, sir. Great. Your penis <laughs> is filled with blood. So I'm when it broke, that. I turned up and away and blood spilled. Spattered across the wall.
1: Like a John Carpenter no. filth
3: Ross had torn both the muscular oh, tissues geez. that fill with blood during an erection. Oh,
2: re-erection.
3: As opposed to just tearing one, which typically, typically happens in most penis it, breaks. Oh, oh rupture. rupture. And even more extreme, he had completely severed his urethra. Oh, oh, so his head oh, fell oh, off. Oh, oh, whoa. The mushroom top left the building. <laughs> That's terrible. The tube that urine flows through from the bladder (coughs) through the penis.
1: Yes, he's going to have to replace that with a biro.
3: Or a straw. You know it's bad when people who look at trauma (laughs) for their job look at you and go, Good God. Oh, <laughs> was... dear
1: God, you are effed. <laughs> what was he doing? They're probably thinking he was fornicating with a garbage disposal. I unit. was
2: going to say, it had to have looked like he did a shredder.
1: Oh, something. God, he must have looked down and just seen a load of old chicken skin looking back up at must... him. Bloody. That's <laughs> right. That's your entire manhood. Yeah. Just disintegrated into. Just. Turkey dooflop. Leaf-lop. Yeah. Is that what they call it? G-
3: giblets.
1: Oh, my giblets. <laughs> great
3: thankfully a surgeon was able to sew Ross's urethra back together again and he made a full recovery
1: don't believe it I find that hard to believe good job
3: Ross alright now Chris Marsden was having sex with his girlfriend of six months Louise Gray he had sex
1: with her for six months yeah that's impressive lucky
3: girl just before Christmas
1: I had sex with an Eskimo once and she woke up the next morning six months pregnant oh god that's a joke about seasons and, and long nights in in, in Greenland. And... You
3: realize yeah. I was drinking tonight, right? I understand these things. <laughs> when the couple heard a loud crack, Ooh. he'd slipped into her pelvic bone Ooh. and brutally snapped oh, his that's penis. that's how you do it. the love
1: of God, where'd you get these stories?
3: Which then started to swell oh. uncontrollably to the size of... A marrow. A wine
1: bottle. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> An aubergine an Mm -hmm. eggplant
3: painter and decorator sean from bridge north in shropshire was in excruciating agony as he was rushed to the hospital i grabbed a hold of it and it just grew and grew i didn't think it was going to stop (laughs) oh man he's got a bleeder Mm isn't he
1: he's burst a vessel
3: the pain was off the charts it was excruciating and came in waves like Ross, Sean needed surgery to fix his penis and was out of action for weeks after the injury. But the incident left its mark on poor Louise, too. Oh, nice who was left disturbed by the sight of Ross's mangled genital. Oh, lovely. His mangled dangle. She
2: His mangled
1: junk. psychotherapy. <laughs> She's got post-traumatic exploding penis disorder.
2: You... I would totally get a shirt that says Shredder on it.
3: Then. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd get underpants that said that. <laughs> yeah. I bet the first time,
1: the very first time he goes to practice the physical arts, I bet they... Take that slow. Oh, oh, lots of You wouldn't t-shirts. be rushing into it, would yeah. you?
2: Man-eater.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoa, here she comes. This has to be great, wouldn't Look it? Look out, boy, she'll chew you up.
3: Something about the popper.
1: Lovely. A mum has revealed her perfect boyfriend refers to her vagina as Mary. As she reckons, it's grounds for <sighs> dumping. Hairy Mary is probably where we are. Posting on Mum's net, she wrote... He's perfect in every way except he refers to my vagina as my Mary
2: <laughs> His <Merit. laughs>
1: I've heard people
2: call
3: it a mimsy before.
1: <laughs> yeah. In my family it was a ninny. A ninny Nunu. Oh ninnies
3: are boobies in my family.
1: Wow, we wouldn't want to get them muddled up <laughs> a <Uh-oh>. family gathering <laughs> and would a we? fanny. Nice. Am I being unreasonable to cut my losses and runs, she suggests? I've told him to stop. He is trying. It just seems to slip out. You could call his penis of a a Joseph and see if that stops him. Get your Joseph out. I don't understand.
2: What is the correlation? Or it's just a, like, fond name. Like, he looks at it and it has a face and eyes and staring at him. Googly eyes.
1: (laughs) Googly (laughs) eyes. Googly eyes. Look at the way the eye follows me around the room. (laughs) A cyclops. Harry, Mary. Harry. When asked for an example of him using it in a sentence, yeah, can you use yeah. it in a sentence? She said, your Mary feels so good tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it! Before yeah.
1: adding, apologies to anyone eating lunch. Oh, Jesus. He seems unable to use a more explicit term, she added. And her fellow mums were equally horrified, writing "Cut and run," "Start calling his penis the slug," and <laughs> oh, "Oh God." And there's something about Mary. Oh God. One woman said, "No, just no." I shuddered when you gave the example. While a second wrote, "He actually says this while you are engaging in intercourse," and a third added, "I suppose Mary is marginally better than derogatory slang for it, but it's not very romantic." is it? Especially when your grandmother's name's Mary.
0: Yeah, My, man, my no grandmothers kidding. are Mary. Right.
1: Another mum said it was only an acceptable nickname if you're five years old. It's embarrassing, disrespectful, and incredibly off-putting. He sounds very far from perfect. Mums uh, previously re- they revealed, apparently previously, the weird names they call their lady parts. Oh, boy. When talking to their kids. God. This included the terms a coin purse and mould.
2: What? Gross. <laughs> I don't want mine called
1: anything. you Geneva. No. It's very interesting. I'm going to give you a piece of psychological advice here. Great. It's important to tell your kids the exact scientific names for your parts, yes. be it penis and vagina. Because if anything ever happens and you're in a court of law and they say, Timothy, where did he touch you? It's easier if he says my penis rather than my winky woo, or my you know. That twig reminds and berries.
2: me of that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Is it Kindergarten Cop? Yes. It's not a tumor. <sighs> no, what he's t- the little kid is trying to tell him about what is it? It's Boys
3: have a penis. And girls, girls have, have a, a vagina. vagina.
2: <laughs> and He's like five. It's not a tumor. <laughs>
1: I was actually teaching back in Britain a group of five-year-olds and a cute little girl came up and started holding my hand and uh, because kids hold your hand at school don't they? Sure, sure. And uh, halfway through the lesson she tugged on my hand and I said what would you like? And very randomly as five-year-old girls do she said my mother's having a baby. And I said that's very nice for you. I said you're going to get a little brother or a little sister. And she said I know how it got there. And I thought, should I? Am I going there? Do I want to know? Of course you do. And I thought, Uh, well, go on then. I'd like to know what a five-year-old girl thinks, how that got there. And I said, how did it get there? And she said, my daddy put his love beans in mummy's belly. And I said, yes, I suspect he probably did love beans. (laughs) And I have an anecdote to tell of my time in the classroom. Something about Mary... Well, that's just scary you decide to go to our Facebook site more questions and answers with Adrian Lee Miss Morris you have the very last story tonight in the round that we call not for your well mother.
2: thank you I'm good boy to you. yes do you have no that
1: sexual peeling sexual peeling like a bata- sexual peeling like bits yes. coming off like skin <laughs> well, graft I know. did not misspeak look at my funions. do you want a bag of funions? look at me bugle Sexual
2: peeling. Something that's good.
1: Doctors
2: have warned. There we go. Horny young men to refrain from using banana peels to masturbate.
1: I've heard that before. Yeah. Which has... Can't go back to that grocery store.
2: Now become the latest bizarre sex trend circulating on social media. Why do you want to do it on social media? I don't want to see that on Facebook or any book.
1: I think the suggestion of it, rather than actual pictures and video... Footage, I would suggest.
2: Well, it's the closest thing to a blowjob, apparently. Did you know that? Maybe you should try it.
1: What? Hang on, what?
2: That Tell me. A...
1: Wow. So Does I'm, it feel gonna... like the so big my, old BJ? My homework for next week is to go and buy a pound of bananas, is it?
3: <laughs> a pound? A pound of need... bananas. You only need one. Why do you need 12? <laughs> Don't eat the banana bread. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's something about this banana bread that reminds me of my honeymoon. Mm. We had banana bread then as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was dry. <laughs> oh. Trust me. With That's a nut. I'm buying a pound of bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Do you want to see my banana split? No, I don't.
2: He's been doing it for years. (laughs) Orange (laughs) pill. Oh, God.
1: However, pineapple pill.
2: Dr. (laughs) Diana Gill of Prescription Service, Doctor for You, cautions against the perverse practice. You could develop a rash and sores.
1: Damn you the, and your banana allergies. On the
2: penile,
1: which <laughs> <laughs> it's your nice banana
2: can yeah. be painful and might lead to an infection. Oh, oh, a very much infection.
1: Oh, uh, from the napeule. Italy has more elections than a Chinaman on his honeymoon. <laughs> oh,
2: but it feels like a board job. I just so went downhill smooth. quickly. So smooth. Oh, now I got sore.
1: <laughs>
0: Don't touch the banana bread.
1: I'm still laughing at her. that's very funny That's the funniest thing you said in three or four
2: years <laughs> <laughs> Good, good, flip them off Here, I got some more candy you can throw at them <gasps> yeah. Not only that, but she claims a person with a fruit or latex allergy Could be more susceptible to a reaction Fruit allergies From a banana skin, I thought it said banana split to be fair a person with a banana allergy is more likely to be allergic to other substances, such as latex or other fruits, and sometimes girlfriends, and vegetables. So if you're allergic to latex condoms, you may also be allergic to banana skids. Bitch, didn't know that.
1: I'm leaving the That's show right. with more than I arrive with.
2: And going Much. to get bananas. Got it. Gil's not the only naysayer. One Reddit user recounted a harrowing cautionary tale where she used a banana skin. Oh, he, sorry. I don't know what she'd be doing with it, but he (laughs) was.
1: Well, she could be using it on somebody else.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let me mash my banana
1: skin into your face. What I want for Christmas more than anything else is a pair of slippers.
2: Oh, God. I don't get it. I've had too much to drink.
1: Well, there's <laughs> Just... a lesson there for everybody. <laughs> <isn't> there?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he used a banana skin to masturbate and allegedly ended up falling in the mess I made. Mm. Hit my head on the toilet or toilet.
1: And all of the staff at Walmart came running. Oh, God. Or
2: from Home Depot.
1: <laughs> bananas are us. Uh, let's go to Banana Hot.
2: And he barely <laughs> lived to tell the
1: heroin tale of the old banana skin. This will be my week. One banana, two banana, three banana, four. Five bananas make a bunch of soda. Many more. La la la. La 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 la. 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 Oh, no. Everyone stopped except me. And it's embarrassing now. <laughs> did you all stop? You make me look silly. Oh. <laughs> no, we don't have to no. do that. Which Just side of the banana your... skin are you using?
2: You're using the soft, squidgy part against your... Not the outside. Your... Yeah. You,
1: when you go and see your doctor and there's like a little sticker that says Fife written on it and it's stuck to your <laughs> belly. That's right. Del
2: Monte. <laughs> the
1: man from Del
2: Monte. I'm going to name yes. your... <laughs> Frickin' Bits, Del Monty.
0: <laughs> his, his
1: actual real name's Derek. It's Derek, Derek Monty. Del for short. Del mm. boy. That was the joke, yeah. Well yeah, spotted. Del. Is there any more of this? The yes, bar closes yes. soon.
2: Well, if you wouldn't talk so much. Anyway, supporters of the organic orgasm inducer feel it's too good to pass up. So... Ultimate Male Masturbation Resource gave the Banana Man 4.5 out of 5 stars with 359 votes cast so far. That's a lot. The site also provides a tutorial of what?
1: Of how to do it.
2: On how to perform the act. Yes, you can see pictures, maybe even a cartoon. And even advised warming the peel for an added effect. In the microwave. For like 15 seconds, make it all fleshy feeling.
1: Stick it under your armpit for me.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, rub it extra long. Lovely. Scratch and sniff, you know.
1: I have homework before next week's show. You do. Let's go get some bananas.
2: Well, I've used the banana skin technique occasionally for many years. I'm now 78, said Adrian. Wow. (laughs) I'm looking good on it, though. (laughs) The bigger the banana, the better. (laughs) Give me those. What are those Spanish ones? (laughs) (laughs) I need a plantain. Plantain, yeah.
1: Yeah, Nathan's got a sugar banana. (laughs) Oh. Good times. Well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. Is Nathan. He doesn't get off of a duck egg. Tonight he is in fourth place. He gets a date, a blind date with a Sasquatch, so good luck. Great. With that, she's got her mother's beard. She should do reasonably well there. In third place tonight is Michelle, who scored five. She gets a frozen doll and a week tied to a Jeep in Minnesota. Perfect. So like any other weekend, I'm guessing um, yeah, you, pretty much. happy times. <laughs> so I'm in second place tonight. I've scored six. I get a bottle of schnapps, a Ouija board, and a job at McDonald's. What a week that Ooh. was. But in first place... Receiving the resplendent $33,000 IR camera tonight is Miss Morris. She gets a nice, rounded, symmetrical, bottom-heavy eight. She wins. A chance to sit through the film Night House in the dark on your own with an owl in a hole. And 15 seconds of jolting, so that's good news. For Sweet. As we live and breathe, do not fear listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show. And feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee. Why not jump over to SoundCloud? Right now, search for MQTA Radio and you will get a little bit extra because we're going to stay in the studio and do 25 minutes of filth that you can't access under any other circumstances. You've been listening to more questions than answers, the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with your host, Adrian Lee. We are the very best of paranormal news radio entertainment, the light before the darkness. You cannot... Keep us down, apparently. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Chaton Michelle Corey, Nathan Bush, and all of the International Paranormal Society in Paranormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and Move On of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting. Good night.